Before going on to listen to this episode, I must preface it with a trigger warning. In this episode that you are about to listen to, I will be mentioning eating disorders, calories, weight, relapse, and other mental health issues. This podcast is meant to be an educational podcast, introducing you to the world of living with an eating disorder. I want everyone to feel safe as they listen, so please proceed with caution. This will include genuine content only. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Reasons for Recovery. So, like always, it's been a very, very long week for me, (laughs) but when am I not saying that at the beginning of an episode? Um, It's just been a lot with school and with work. I've just, I feel like I'm just going 90 miles an hour, Um, but I did have some fun stuff happen uh, this past weekend. I had my bachelorette party. Um, We had it a little bit early before the wedding instead of like the night before like you usually do. Um, Because we just made like a whole weekend out of it. And I was going to wear this little bride uh, like headband thing, but it literally cuts off in the video. Like you can't even, you can't even see it if I were to wear it. So I just forgot about that idea, Um, but I wanted to show you because it's, I really like it. This came from, I want to say Party City. Yeah, and it was like $2, but it's like really nice to be so cheap. Um, but yeah, it was my bachelorette party this weekend, and a um, lot of stupid stuff happened. <laughs> a lot of stuff that I never would have done happened. Like, you know, typical bachelorette party. Um, but at least, you know, there was that to cover up the fact that I have had a very, very, very long and stressful, uh, full of work kind of week. Um, but again, that's normal. It's, it's how the summer is for me. Um, and I also, I mean, this should tell you how busy I've been. I'm recording this the day that I'm uploading it. Uh, once again, I did this a couple of months ago where I got so busy. I didn't have any time to record the podcast like a couple of days before and edit it and everything. So I'm in crunch mode once again, (laughs) and I'm, um, recording this and editing it and posting it all on the same day. So, um, I hope this is an actual meaningful episode (laughs) because, um, you know, it's kind of like on a time crunch, like I said, but yeah, um, hopefully, um, I will be way better about recording episodes, uh, since the summer is pretty close to an end. Um, I might be able to, since like I have another break coming up in two weeks, uh, where I'll be back at home. So I should be able to get a podcast out in an orderly fashion and not do it all on the same day. Um, but I really wanted to get it out on the same day it's supposed to be out um, and not do it late because I've been posting late recently and I really don't want to do that anymore because it makes me feel bad, you know. So I'm recording this and uploading it all on the same day like I did a couple of podcast episodes ago. Uh, but yeah, that's besides the point. Um I want to go ahead and dive straight into today's topic. This uh, topic was suggested by a viewer. Um, So I got a DM from this person and they really wanted me to talk about this. And I thought it was an amazing topic. I don't know why I had not covered this before. Um, I've talked about it a tiny bit in previous episodes, but I've never made a specific episode about this. And I was like, oh my gosh, how have I never talked about this? This is like a really, really big thing for uh, people with eating disorders. Um, 
But I do want to preface it by saying this episode is geared more towards the uh, ladies in the uh, community that uh, suffer from eating disorders. Um, So, sorry guys, this probably is not going to... um, There's my cat. This is probably not going to uh, cater to you as much. Um, It won't really help you out as much because we're talking about a lady topic today. Um, And that is uh, eating disorders and periods. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be talking about um, how eating disorders and periods are relating to each other. Like what can one do to the other? Um, How it made me feel to lose my period during uh, my eating disorder journey. Uh, what it really means to lose your period, and um, how I gained it back, how you can gain it back, some tips and some help uh, in order to gain it back if you're struggling with that, and um, how I've maintained my period, um, how I've kept it uh, in a, you know, a healthy cycle uh, since recovery, since I've um, finished, you know, my physical restoration, um, how I've really maintained my period, you know, in the following years uh, post-recovery. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry if you're uh, a dude and you're watching this. I, I'm, I apologize, but this episode's probably not going to be for you. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you're invalid for having an eating disorder. Because remember, we talk about this a lot, that uh, eating disorders are not just subjected to women. Um, and I feel like that's a huge, huge thing that's spread around a lot when it comes to eating disorders, that it's only something that uh, women are affected by, which is not true. There are definitely, um, there's definitely eating disorders on both ends of the spectrum, like, you know, men and women, everybody has, uh, can have an eating disorder, and I, I find it, you know, I already talked about this a lot, my frustrations of how, um, people only subject it to women that have eating disorders, when it's definitely men that are still suffering as well. Men can suffer from eating disorders too, and it makes me, furious and I've talked about this a lot in the past of how furious it makes me that people don't you know let men uh, like share their stories and like you know people invalidate them for having eating disorders and it's really really sad and I I absolutely hate it um but this episode in particular will be catered to the women that have eating disorders. I'm very sorry. Um, But someone wanted me to make this episode. And once again, I was like, oh my gosh, how have I never made this episode? Because it's such an important topic to talk about when it pertains to women's health. Um, Having a period in general is something that means you're healthy. If you have a period, you are a healthy woman. And... um, it's it's something that we really need to discuss uh, within those who have eating disorders um, because it can get really, really crazy uh, when it comes to someone with an eating disorder. If you lose your period or if your period's just like out of whack with your eating disorder, um, it's something that's very, very important that I discuss and talk with you about. So that's what we're doing today. I'm sorry for the long intro. I kind of got out on a tangent there. Um, but, you know, I could make a whole episode of my frustrations about how, you know, people don't let men, like, share, like, hey, I have an eating disorder, you know? I've talked about it in, like, a rant episode, I think, but that's for another day. That's for another episode. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and dive right into, um, like, what it means for you to lose your period with an eating disorder, uh, what it exactly entails, what your body does, and why it's so crucial that um, 
you gain your period back and that you don't continue to allow your body uh, to suffer from not having a period. All right, so I have an article here to kind of help back me up and collect my thoughts um, to uh, just kind of better elaborate on how specifically anorexia affects the menstrual cycle, which if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure any eating disorder in general can affect your menstrual cycle um, because, you know, you're throwing off your hormones. You have a very bad hormonal balance when you have an eating disorder. That's just a whole, you know, chemical makeup of your body. But I think specifically with anorexia is where you could lose your period. Um, So that's what we're more focusing on today. So this article kind of talks about that a little bit more and kind of goes into detail about what your body does uh, when you don't fuel it properly and how your period, uh, you know, just disappears uh, all of a sudden, you know. So um, this says that during the state of undernourishment, the body does not have enough fuel to run properly and has to prioritize which bodily functions are the most important to stay alive. Uh, Processes that are not essential to staying alive, like the growth or reproductive functions, may get less energy. The functionality of the hypothalamus, the control center of your brain, uh, which regulates many of the hormonal functions within the body, can become suppressed, and normal hormonal functions or fluctuations, like those uh, that regulate the menstrual cycle, can be altered or halted. So, um, that basically just describes, like I said, what you, what your body kind of goes through when you're in this period of undernourishment. So, when you are not properly fueling your body, your body kind of goes into like a starvation mode or like a hibernation mode, um, where it just starts shutting down, uh, one system by one. So, like, you know, you have your reproductive system, you have, um, your what is this called? Respiratory system, um, the nervous system. You have all of those different systems in your body that make up who you are and make up your body that helps you breathe and live every single day. And when you are undernourishing your body, uh, your body's like, okay, I don't have any energy. I don't have any energy because no one's giving me food. So I got to find my energy from somewhere else. So what it does is it takes away all the possible energy out of each system in your body and shuts it down. It starts with the non-essential ones, like the stuff you don't absolutely have to need, have to have in order to survive. And eventually it gets to the very much essential uh, bodily uh, systems and stuff like that. And that's why sadly some people can um, sadly not make it through anorexia because they allow their body to get to that point where it just takes over every single system and shuts everything down. Um, but when it comes to losing your period, that, like that's how you lose your period. Your body deems your reproductive system as non-essential and it takes all of the energy out of it in order to survive because you're not giving it energy through food like you should be. So it's finding energy within its own, its own self. The, the body is finding energy within itself. So it shuts down the systems that are using up energy that they find non-essential. And typically the reproductive system or um, like this said, what was it? It was the reproductive system and something else. Like the thing that produces like growth, like helping you grow. Um, yeah, the growth and reproductive functions. Um, 
it shuts down stuff like that because it doesn't find it essential and it's using up energy. So it's like, okay, let's shut this down and uh, we'll, we'll be able to have more energy. So that's how you lose your period in the first place. If you weren't 100% aware of how you can lose your period during anorexia, um, that is exactly how it happens. Your body just goes through kind of like a starvation mode where it's just shutting down systems one by one to get all the energy it possibly can. Um, So you can imagine my uh, surprise when I learned this uh, during recovery because I did not know that fact. I did not know that's how it happened until I started recovering from my eating disorder. because, and I'm going to talk about a little bit how, um, when I lost it and how it made me feel when I lost my period. Um, but you can imagine my surprise when I read something like that and I was like, oh, that's how it happens? Like, I thought it was this way. I thought that this was the reason I lost my period. Um, because when I lost my period, I was a senior in high school. I was a couple of months from graduating and um, I was a distance runner. You guys should know this if you've been listening for a long time. I was a distance runner in high school, and I was starting to run a lot, and I wasn't uh, fueling myself properly. I was under, I was undernourishing myself um, on top of running like 10 miles a day, and um, I uh, slowly but surely lost my period from this, and I was wholeheartedly convinced that um, I was healthy, uh, that I lost my period, because I read somewhere that elite athletes, uh, when they, like, train, like, super hardcore, they sometimes lose their period, and I was like, oh my gosh, that means, like, I'm really healthy, like, I'm a super elite athlete, like, I'm in, like, amazing shape, because I lost my period, like, these elite athletes are, and I started comparing myself to them, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, like, extremely fit, because I lost my period, Um, that means I'm training, like, really, really intensely, and, like, that's awesome, so when I first lost my period, I mean, obviously, as a girl, like, and if you know you have a period and you're a woman, you, you know how it feels. Like, if you were to lose your period, you'd be like, oh my gosh, thank the Lord. Because, like, nobody wants to have a period. Nobody really wants to have a period. The only reason we're okay with them is because we know it, it makes us healthy. It, it means that we are healthy. But, you know, if we were to have the option to get rid of our periods, of course, like, we'd be like, okay, bye. Um, so... But when I lost my period, you know, I had that feeling, but I also felt like, oh my gosh, I'm even more healthier now because I'm like these elite athletes that lost their periods when they trained. So I thought nothing of it. I didn't think it was a bad thing. I thought it was really awesome. I thought that I was like superhuman athlete, you know, like I I had all these thoughts of like, I'm just even more healthier now and I don't have to worry about my period and stuff like that. Um, So... I had no reason to believe, like, oh, it's because I'm undernourishing my body, you know, because at that point, I was, I was already diagnosed with anorexia by that point, wasn't I? Yes, because I lost my period, and I went to the doctor, and they were like, you're underweight, um, (laughs) but anyway, um, at that point, you know, once you have gone so far down a path of an eating disorder, literally nothing is stopping you, until you hit that point where you have a wake-up call like I did. Um, And there's sadly some people out there that really don't get wake-up calls, and that's why 
anorexia has such a high uh, death toll. But, um, you know, once you get so far down that path of an eating disorder, literally nothing really phases you. So, like, me losing my period, it didn't phase me at all. It made me believe that I was even more healthier. You know, my eating disorder made me believe that I was a more healthier person because I had lost my period. When in reality, it's not healthy. It's a very, very dangerous thing to lose your period. If you have been, like, if your period has been gone for a long time and you're not on any sort of, like, birth control, that's that's a sign that you really, really need to go see a doctor um, because you're probably undernourishing yourself. You're probably not you're giving yourself the proper energy. Um, so I, um, you know... I, of course, just brushed it off like nothing because as one does in eating with an eating disorder, you're kind of just in denial and whatever happens just kind of happens, you know, as long as you're fueling your um, addiction and fueling what um, you want to do and not what you should be doing. Uh, so I lived my life without a period for... I really don't know. Let's see. When did I, I don't even remember when I gained it back. Oh, it was, like, in 2020. Um, so, almost about two years, almost two years, I um, went without a period. And um, it, it was, like, something that didn't phase me at all because at that point I was, like, like I said, I was so into my eating disorder. I was so into exercising. I was so into just all of these bad habits. Like, nothing could stand in my way. It even got to a point where... Like, people that I knew that were also, um, you know, dealing with periods, they would always be like, you know, oh, I'm on my period right now. And I would be like, oh, haha, <laughs> sucks to be you. I don't have to deal with that. Like, I would always rub it in people's faces that I didn't have a period. And I never understood, like, one, how rude that was. But as a person with an eating disorder, you can not be yourself. Um, and two, like, how dangerous that sounds <laughs> to somebody that, should know, you know, having a period means you're healthy, but I would, like, rub it in people's faces. I would be like, yeah, I don't have to deal with a period. Like, sucks to be you, you know, um, and looking back on that, it's, like, the most selfish and, like, inconsiderate thing to do to, like, rub it in someone else's face when, obviously, you're the one that's, like, in trouble. You're the one that is, like, literally dying, (laughs) um, but, like, I don't know why I would do that stuff. Like, eating disorders make you do incredibly stupid and crazy and not like yourself kind of things. Um, And another thing that I really wanted to touch on is when you lose your period, like that, that's a hormonal thing. Like that's your reproductive system. That's the system that's producing all of the hormones that are making you feel certain things. And um, one thing for sure is if you, if your reproductive system does not function correctly, it's because you are not, you know, producing the hormones you should. And one of those hormones is stuff that like, you know, makes you feel love and makes you feel like happiness within like a a relationship and stuff like that. I can tell you for sure, I was in one relationship Actually, no, I was in two different relationships when I was in this period of not having my period. Um, But the very first one uh, that I had, it was in between the uh, summer of um, me graduating high school and me starting college. I was in a very short relationship and it really didn't last because I was not intimate. And why wasn't I intimate? 
because I didn't have my period. I wasn't producing those hormonal functions that makes me feel intimacy and makes me want to get intimate with somebody. And that's another reason why when you suffer from anorexia, you don't really have that feeling of love. You don't really have that feeling of compassion. I always describe it as like being a zombie. Like you feel nothing. It's because you're you have a terrible hormonal imbalance. Like your systems are shutting down one by one so your body can make room for more fuel. And when once you lose your period, like you don't really feel that like connection with people like you used to. Like people you don't really get connected with people as much and you don't feel like love for people really and you can't be intimate with your partner like a whole bunch of things can happen uh when you lose your period like you just don't feel anything anymore and it's the most depressing sad thing i lived like after that relationship ended i lived like my entire freshman year just literally not feeling love for anybody. Like, I was like, oh, I'll go to college and I'll probably just find someone else. Like, I'll find another boy maybe. But literally, like, my entire freshman year, I did not feel love. Like, every time I would look at a guy or talk to a guy, I felt nothing. I would feel no source of, like, love, no source of anything. Like, because I didn't have any hormones to feel that, you know? If you don't have a period, you're not producing any hormones. And, um... It, it, it was it was a sucky time. I just felt like I didn't have love for anybody. And that was very abnormal because um, you're supposed to do you're supposed to feel that, you know. Um, so my point here is that losing your period can lead to a number of bad things uh, within your life. Um, and as you can tell, I mean, I've been talking for like over 20 minutes. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of things. So it's very hard to really convince yourself, like, hey, you need to, like, change yourself if you lose your period. Because, um, like I said, when I lost my period, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I thought that um, I was a super athlete now and that I was training so hard that I was, like, super fit. But in reality, like, I needed the wake-up call um that losing my period was not a good thing. And all of these things that happened in my life uh, leading up to my recovery was a huge sign of like, hey, you need to gain your period back. You need to have a period back in order to feel love, in order to feel happy all the time, in order to feel any emotion, really, and in order to feel healthy and energized and uh, happy with yourself. Because once you have passed, you know, that system shutting down, other systems will start shutting down and it'll just eventually lead up to the more essential uh, things in your body and you don't want to get that far. So once your period stops, that means your reproductive system is starting to shut down. And that right there should be a sign that you really need to get some help. You really need to start the process of trying to recover because you don't want more systems in your body to fail because eventually it's going to lead up to the even more um, essential bo uh, bodily functions like, you know, breathing, your lungs, uh, your heart, like all of that stuff. If you continue to allow your body to shut down these systems, eventually it's going to shut down your liver. It's going to shut down your kidneys, your lungs, your heart. It's just going to keep going and going and going until it literally just stops. Um, I know I made it to the point where my liver was starting to fail and my kidneys were starting to fail and 
I literally do not want anyone else in that kind of situation because it sucks. It's the worst thing ever. Um, so when your period starts to like just completely stop, that's a sign like, hey, I need to get some help. I need to talk to somebody about this. I need to start recovery, whatever it might be, because it is very, very important that uh, as a woman, you should st- you should have your period. You should you should, you know, have a regular cycle. Um, if you don't, there's something wrong and you need to get it checked out. But um, now that I've talked about like how it made me feel and what like a period, like losing a period can do to your body, uh, I wanted to talk about how um, there was a period of time where my body uh, was not 100% adjusted yet. And um, even through recovery, I had never gained my period Um, because people always assume like when you start recovery everything's just going to start coming back but that's not the truth Um, so just briefly I wanted to talk about how when I was in recovery um, how my period didn't really come back until I was right at the tail end of everything it was actually the last thing uh, that I needed in order to complete, like, like, weight restoration, like, all of that stuff, like, physical recovery, my period, gaining it back was the last thing I needed, um, and it was the last thing that happened, um, in my physical restoration, uh, so I just wanted to talk about that really quick, because I feel like, uh, there's a stigma around, like, when you start recovery, people just think, like, oh, everything will come back, everything will go back to normal, but that's not the truth. I wanted to really do this to show you guys that recovery is not linear, it's not a straight line, and it can last so many different types of uh, time lengths, depending on the person. Um, So when I started recovery, um, I was a sophomore in college. I mean, you guys know my story already, if you've been watching for a long time. If you haven't, go to episode two of the podcast, my whole entire backstory is there. Um, but I started my recovery in February of 2020 and I was wholeheartedly convinced that I was going to gain my period back. Like the second I started fueling my body correctly. Um, and that's not true. That's not how it works. Um, and boy was I fooled because, um, I went, uh, all the way into about six months, and then about six months, the around that time uh, in my recovery is when I hit what my doctor considered my re- restoration goal, um, but obviously with my body type and my height and my activity and stuff like that, I was able to gain more just to, you know, make up for um, me being active and my height and stuff like that, so... Um, I, I reached my restoration point at six months, I think, six or seven months into my recovery, and I thought when I hit my restoration goal that my period would come back, and it didn't come back. So I was like, maybe I just don't have a period anymore. Like, I, I, I convinced myself for a long time that I just did not have a period anymore, that, like, anorexia just took it away from me, but... I know nothing about the reproductive system. Of course, that's not how it works. Like, obviously, it's going to come back eventually. I just had to give it time. But that just shows you that, like, your recovery process is different for so many people. Like, there could be people out there that gain it back, like, as soon as they start recovery. And then there's people like me where they go through almost a year of recovery and still never gain it back. Um, 
And I think I read somewhere, I don't remember where it was, I wish I could remember, because it was a good article, but it talked about, like, how your period is not going to come back until it feels like your body is at the weight that your body likes, not necessarily what the BMI scale or whatever it's called likes or what your doctor deems is okay. Um, But, like, the thing was, I had a nutritionist and I had a doctor that I was going to at the time, and the nutritionist would tell me a weight that I needed to get to, while my doctor was telling me a different weight that I would need, that I needed to get to. So, like, everyone's opinion of my weight was different that I went to that was like, oh, you need to gain it to this amount in order to be healthy, or considered healthy. Um, so, the, everyone has different opinions of, like, what my weight should have been in order to be fully weight restored. Um, but my body honestly did, obviously did not like, you know, take that into consideration. Cause once I hit my nutritionist's uh, weight goal, I had not gained my period back. Once I had reached my doctor's weight goal, I still had not gained my period back. So I continued for like probably four or five more months, not having my period post weight restoration, what my dietitian and what my doctor considered weight restoration. But suddenly, um, like four or five months later, I, you know, hit a certain weight and my period came back. Um, and it was past the weight that my doctor and my nutritionist deemed would be my healthy weight. So everybody's body is different. Everyone is going to have you know, a different type of body that has a different type of makeup and a different type of way that it works. And I personally believe that your body is not going to gain back all of its necessary functions until it is at the weight that it deems is what it wants to be. So obviously, whatever my nutritionist told me was my weight restoration goal was not what my body needed to be. What my doctor told me was my weight restoration goal was not what my body needed to be. Whatever the goal, whatever my weight was past those two marks is what my body needed to be at in order to fully recover and fully bring back all of my, uh, you know, systems and functions that I had uh, lost in recovery or before recovery. Um, And that's what I personally believe. So if you're like me and you have... Because I think the person that suggested this episode, she was dealing with this. I can't remember. It might have been someone else. I I get them mixed up. Um, But there have been actually a couple of people that have messaged me about this, now that I think about it. Um, If you were like me and you had that situation where you um, have been in recovery and you're like, why hasn't my period come back? Um, Every single body is different. You might not be at a weight yet that your body deems to be its weight, like the healthy weight. Um, You know, your doctor might tell you, hey, you need to be this amount of uh, pounds and you reach that goal and you haven't gained your period back. It might mean that your body is not happy at that weight. It might mean that you need to gain a little bit more in order to gain all those functions back Um, because obviously my body was not happy and healthy at the weight that my doctor gave me. So I gained more and it's happy and healthy now. It's happy, it's healthy, it's gained all the functions back. And um, that's really how um, when I gained it back, I was like, okay, that must mean like I am happy at this weight. My body is happy at this weight. This is what I need to be instead of what, you know, a certain chart tells me I need to be or what a doctor tells me I need to be. 
you listen to your body. Don't let someone else tell you, like, how your body should be because, of course, a doctor, a nutritionist, they're going to be helpful. They're going to be very, very helpful throughout your recovery. But when it gets to the point where it's like, oh, your body's going to be healthy at this weight, like, yes, like, get to that weight, get to that point where, you know, listen to them and get yourself up to the weight they tell you to get to. But if your body is still not happy at that weight, try to push it further and try to, um, you know, recover a little bit more, recover a little bit extra. And your body will soon enough find that set point where it's like, I feel happy here. I feel very nourished and um, very energized at this point. Um, and that's how it was for me. I, I went on a couple of more months of recovering my body and it finally reached a set point where it felt happy. And that's how I gained my period back. And I gained it when my body was ready and when my body was at the point where it was like, I feel great. Let's stop right here. Um, so yeah, if you're having struggles with gaining it back uh, during your recovery and you're just like, where is it? Why isn't it coming yet? Just give it a little bit of time. Just listen to your body. That's the key here. Just really listen to your body and just wait for that point where your body is like, I'm at the set point. I'm, I'm done. This is where I want to be. And that will come eventually. Like I said, recovery is not linear. It's not going to be the same amount of time for everybody. It might be really long for some people or really short for some people. You just have to give it time. You have to be patient um, during your recovery. Um, so now that I've gotten that out of the way, I wanted to talk about how um, gaining my period back, um, how it made me feel and how it affected my recovery. And I think I talked about this in a couple of episodes back, I feel like it was the rant episode I talked about this, but when I um, gained my period back, and I feel like this is a universal experience for girls that gain their period back in recovery, um, when I gained it back, I felt like really, really, really happy in the moment. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I've been waiting a year for this. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad it's here. Um, but like, as I let it set in, as I had, like, more periods, I was like, ooh, wait a minute. Because, like, obviously when you are going through recovery or you're recovered, like, you're still going to have those eating disorder tendencies. You're going to have those habits that are still in the back of your mind, those thoughts that are still in the back of your mind. The mental aspects of eating disorders, I feel like they last way longer than the physical aspects, um, and they can linger for however long. Um, so I feel like past, uh, my, uh, gaining my period back, giving it a couple of months, like at first the initial reaction was like, I am so excited. This is what I've been waiting for. You know, now I'm completely a hundred percent healthy. Um, but like, as I went on with that period, it started to set in, like my eating disorder started to kind of tell me like, you're not healthy anymore. You're not an elite athlete anymore. Like you aren't training super hard anymore. And that means you're unhealthy. So like, of course, those thoughts started to set in of like, I'm not healthy anymore now that I have my period. Uh, because that's just what your eating disorder does. It makes you believe things that aren't true. And mine kept telling me it was like, you're not healthy anymore. You're not an elite athlete anymore. Like you need to start running again in order to lose your period, because at this point, I was still, like, on a, um, 
exercise like break like I could not exercise I was not cleared to exercise or anything like that um but my body just kept or my eating disorder kept telling me like you need to go start exercising because you need to lose your period again because you were healthy when you lost your period you know and you don't need to listen to that. Like, your eating disorder is going to tell you some crazy, crazy things, even past your recovery, that you don't need to listen to. And it's so, so, so hard to shake that voice off. Um, but like I said before, you just need to give it time and patience um, and just be persistent in your recovery and stick with it. And eventually that voice will just get smaller and smaller and smaller. But yeah, when I gained my period back, I was like, you're not healthy. You're, you're uh, going downhill. <laughs> like you need to stop eating. You need to start exercising more, but it, it took a while to ignore that voice. It took a while to tell that voice like, Hey, shut up. <laughs> you cannot control me anymore. You are not the, uh, you're not my brain. You're not who I am. You need to stop. You need to get out. And you know, um, just sticking with, um, your recovery habits, even post-recovery, like once you've been weight restored and everything's come back to normal, you still need to continue and live your life like you are in recovery and you are, um, you know, fueling your body. And then eventually that eating disorder voice will just get smaller, get lighter. It'll eventually go away as time progresses, as long as you just keep fueling your body and keep recovering your body every single day. Because like I said, the mental aspects, they're still going to stick around. They're still going to be there even past your physical restoration. Um, and that's something you got to deal with. That's something you got to really, really focus on, um, the mental aspects as well, and taking care of your mental health um, on top of your physical health. Um, so yeah, that is um, kind of how it made me feel when I gained it back. And I, like I said, I feel like that's a universal experience because Every person with an eating disorder, when something good happens to them, they always get convinced that it's not a good thing. Like gaining weight when you are severely underweight, you know, your body needs that, but your eating disorder tells you that's not good. You shouldn't be gaining weight um, or like a certain food is bad. You shouldn't be eating that. That has so many calories in it. Like don't be eating this. Uh, it's not good for you when who cares? Who cares how many calories are in something? Um, but uh, what I really wanted to, to talk about now that I have um, discussed, you know, how I, how I got it back, uh, what I felt like when I got it back. Um, so this is what I did. I wanted to discuss what I did in order to gain it back. So um, like I said, I gained it back even after like my weight restoration goal. Like it took me a couple of months after what my doctor deemed to be my weight restoration goal. But you got to listen to what your body wants and listen to uh, what, where your body needs to be in order to gain your period back. So this is what I did in order to gain it back. Um, and of course, sticking to recovery is the number one thing that you need to do. You can't just like, as soon as you hit your weight restoration goal, you can't just instantly drop out of recovery. You can't just be like, all right, that's it. I'm done. You can't do that. That's not how recovery works. You need to continue um, you know, acting like you are in active recovery and um, fueling yourself properly until you know every single part of your body is back to how it was and it's completely normal. Um, so what I did was I um, 
ate every single meal of the day. I ate breakfast, lunch, dinner, and uh, I didn't skip a meal. You never need to skip a meal, even though there might be times where you're tempted to or you feel like, oh, I don't have enough time. Like, no, you need to eat every single meal. And if you even feel hungry, you know, listen to your body. And if you feel hungry in between those meals, eat a snack. It's not going to kill you. I promise it's not going to kill you. You're going to love it. You're going to love eating snacks in between meals. And that's going to be the best thing for you when you are trying to get your period back because you are trying to nourish yourself as much as possible because your body might not be feeling that exact nourishment that it needs yet in order to gain your period back. So eat every single meal, eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, and eat meals or eat snacks in between if you're feeling hungry. Um, don't overly exercise. Do not overly exercise. If you can, just don't exercise at all because you need to make sure that your body is completely back to normal before you start doing any sort of physical activity. And when you do start exercising, like I said, don't overly do it. Don't overdo it. Um, exercise a moderate amount. Don't exercise like hours of the day. Just exercise like 30, 45 minutes. It's like not that big of a deal. You know, you're still moving, you're still getting around, but you don't have to overdo it because once you start overdoing exercise, that's where, you know, your eating disorder will start to kind of creep back in and it's going to make you think like you need to burn this certain amount of calories off or you need to burn this certain food that you ate off and you're going to start you know relapsing back into this bad habit of um, overly exercising because I know that was my main issue is when I started exercising again I had to tell myself like hold on don't don't overdo it just do a little bit at a time at first and we'll you know build back up to where we want to be at that's not overdoing it um so don't overly exercise. Make sure you are balancing your food and your exercise equally. You're not doing one more than the other. And by one more than the other, I mean make sure you're not exercising more than you're eating food. Um, make sure that everything is balanced in a healthy way. Um, and then also my number one tip for how I gain my period back, um, never skip dessert. Never skip it. I don't care who you are. If you're offered dessert, do not skip it. Do not listen to that voice in your head. Do not let your eating disorder control you in this moment. If you want dessert, eat the dessert. Like, eat it. That is really the main, the main tip that I want to give you. Eat your dessert. Because once you eat that dessert, you're going to feel so good. You're going to feel so happy with yourself. And I've learned that eating one dessert a day, that really did help um, spark, you know, my uh, recovery process and it helped me gain my period back um, because you know you're, you're depriving yourself even still you're depriving yourself if you're like uh, I can't eat dessert it dessert's not good for me who cares live your life be happy listen to your body eat the dessert it's gonna feel great you're gonna love it um, that, that was the, like the number one thing for me. I was always like, I, I can't eat dessert, even though I literally have the biggest sweet tooth ever. I've got to eat dessert. Like after every meal, I don't do that because obviously that's too much at that point. But if I could, I would. Um, but literally just like, if you want dessert, don't tell yourself you can't eat dessert because it's unhealthy. Like eat it. You're going to feel great afterwards. You're going to be nourishing your body, even though it might not seem like you are, you still are. Literally any type of food that you put within your body is going to be nourishing it. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Like it doesn't matter what it's made of. 
you're still nourishing your body. So don't skip the dessert, eat the dessert. Um, but yeah, (laughs) that's like my number one thing, like eat your dessert. You're going to love it. Um, so now that I've kind of told you guys how it helped me to gain my period back and how you can gain your period back, this is, uh, some tips on how I've maintained my period, uh, since my recovery, because I've been in recovery for almost two and a half years in August, it will be two and a half years. Um, and I've maintained my period for, um, let's see over a year now, um, because I gained it back in 2020, December 2020, Um, so it's been a little over a year, almost a year and a half, actually, it has been a year and a half, yeah, I've, I've been able to maintain my period for a year and a half now, Um, and, you know, this is what I have been doing in order to do it, and if you are, um, you know, past your recovery, and you are wondering, like, how can I maintain my period to make sure, like, I'm still healthy past recovery, this is what I'm doing. Um, the first thing for sure is avoid relapse, avoid relapsing, avoid, uh, all those thoughts or giving in to all of those thoughts in your head. That's my number one thing. Don't give in to what your body or what your eating disorder is trying to tell your body. Like don't give in to all those little voices that might pop up here and there. Um, because I know I've definitely done that time and time again during my recovery, even post weight restoration. Like there have been many times and I had a whole episode about this where, I have sometimes, like, started to get on the course of a relapse, and I kind of have to stop myself, like, wait, hold on, what are you doing here? Um, And that's, like, my number one thing for maintaining my period is that I just try to avoid getting back into those bad habits, Uh, avoid getting into eating disorder habits that I used to do all the time. Um, so that's like my number one thing, avoid relapse. If you start to feel yourself getting back into a bad habit, try to stop it. Uh, I have a whole episode, like I said, about it a couple of episodes back, uh, about relapse and what you can do in order to stop a relapse from occurring. Um, but yeah, that's my number one thing. That's my number one thing is just try your best to stay on the same path that you're going on and don't try to backtrack. And the last thing that I really wanted to talk about um, when it comes to maintaining my period is that I continue to fuel my body. Um, I continue to practice the eating habits that I was taught in recovery. So like, like I said a couple of minutes ago, like just because you hit your weight restoration goal, that does not mean you're done re- with recovery. Like you still got to keep going. You still got to keep practicing those habits even past your recovery period. Um, so I, I continue to fuel my body. I continue to keep practicing those eating habits that I was taught in recovery. Um, and it helps me maintain my period. I, um, keep practicing those healthy lifestyles. I keep eating three meals a day. I, um, fuel my body when my body says it's hungry. You know, I practice intuitive eating. That's a big thing is intuitive eating. Practicing that really does help maintain your period. Um, and just, like I said, listening to your body and listening to what it really wants. If your body really wants to go get coffee in the morning, go get coffee in the morning. If your body really wants to eat a piece of cake after dinner, do it, listen to it, say, all right, let's do it. Um, and just continue to feel your body, continue to listen to what it has to say, and just continue practicing those eating habits that you have been taught as you have gone through your recovery and your period will be healthy. It will maintain itself and you won't slip into a relapse and possibly lose it again. Um, but yeah, that is, um, some tips on how I've maintained my period. Um, 
post-recovery, but that is really all I have for you guys uh, when it comes to this topic. Um, I hope it was helpful. I hope that uh, you guys learned something. I hope that this answered any questions or any um, thoughts, you know, um, of how it comes, to, how it, uh, when it comes to having a period and having an eating disorder, you know, how those coincide with each other. Um, but yeah, if you have any more questions about that, if you have anything you want to ask me uh, or talk about when it comes to, you know, having your period with eating disorders, if you have anything else you need to talk about with me, uh, my Instagram DMs and my email is in the description for you to use. Uh, you can, like I said, DM me literally anything. It doesn't even have to be about this topic. You can DM me about anything else uh, regarding eating disorder recovery. Uh, just reviewing the podcast, if you like it and just want to talk about it, go ahead, do that. I've had many uh, people reach out to me just talking about how they like the podcast, um, and it really warms my heart. I love, I love, love, love reading messages from uh, viewers, listeners from everywhere. It's just the coolest thing ever, um, and I promise you I'll respond in an orderly fashion. I don't leave people unread, or I don't just, like, unanswer DMs or whatever the word is. I don't leave them open or I don't, you know, delete them. I actually respond and put my heart into it, you know, because I think it's the coolest thing um, hearing from a fan and hearing from what they have to say, if they have a story or if they have comments or concerns or questions. Like, I love hearing that. Uh, so don't feel afraid to reach out to me if you have anything you'd need to talk about, uh, it, even if it's starting recovery. If you feel like you're ready to start recovery and you don't really know where to turn to, um, you can come and talk to me. And, you know, I can help guide you in the right direction, but do keep in mind that I am not, like, a certified eating disorder coach. I'm not a doctor, nutritionist, none of that. I'm just someone who has simply experienced um, an eating disorder and has to deal with it, you know, and has lived through it and just has, you know, advice if you need any. But if you feel like you are ready to start recovery and, like, actually get into it and um, get actual help... Um, I have left hotlines and websites down in the description for you to call or text or visit uh, that'll just give you some more information on how to start your recovery and some uh, people that can set you up with uh, starting your eating disorder recovery journey. Um, there are phone numbers down in the description, the hotlines down in the description um, for you to call that regard to just eating disorder stuff. And then there is a hotline down in the description for you to call uh, for more mental health stuff, because sadly, when it comes to an eating disorder, it's not just a physical thing, it's a mental thing as well, and a lot of people can deal with some very bad uh, mental health when it comes to an eating disorder. So there are some hotlines for that in the description as well for you to call, and of course, some supplemental resources uh, for you to visit and check out if you feel like you need some more information about it. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you found it um enjoyable and um, informative and I hope you guys have an amazing day and an amazing week and remember to stay safe and healthy.